Hey everyone, it's Maya, which I'm sure you all probably know if you found this podcast from my Instagram. So first off, welcome. I have been promising this for over a year, and I haven't been promising this podcast per se, but I've been promising a certain piece of content, a certain strategy that I've been using for over a year. So it all started with an Instagram post that I posted, I want to say spring of 2018, and I basically alluded to how I've been changing my way of thinking and how I've been allowing for more expansion and up-leveling, et cetera, et cetera, basically how I'm growing. Um, And I promised that I would be packaging this all up nicely and putting it in a video or something else. I can't really remember what I promised exactly because it was just so long ago. And I never did it. And I had people asking me here and there, you know, where is that mindset thing you promised? Or I'm so excited to see how you change your mindset. And I was like, yeah, it's really exciting. I can't wait to share it. And then time passed and I started thinking, well, you know, what's the best way I should share this? Should I do it in a blog post? Should I do it in a video? Should I make like a free ebook? Is it worth the free ebook? Is it worth a blog post? Is it worth sharing at all? And then those questions turned from the statements they had originally been, which were, I'm so excited to share this. I can't wait to tell other people about it. This is such great information went to those questions, and then became new statements like, this isn't even worth sharing, no one wants to hear this, it's not going to help anybody, and I never shared it. So I was basically just talking myself out of that success and out of helping others and keeping myself in the same place I had been, keeping myself small, and I got to a place again where I wanted to expand. And I had forgotten really all about this promise I had made to y'all and this mindset shift that I had been doing. Um, And I had kind of, I hadn't gone back to my previous way of thinking. I think that's a very important part of all this is that I hadn't really reverted back. I had just shrunken a bit and hadn't really had overwhelmingly negative thoughts so much as that they just weren't as expansive as they had been, as expansive as I wanted them to be. So not quite negative, but most certainly limiting. And so I found that I was having these overwhelmingly limiting thoughts and beliefs and found myself again in a place of wanting to expand. And that led me right back to where I had started. It led me back to this strategy, this whole routine that I had found before that I was so so excited to share. And I decided I was gonna retry it. And this time I wanted to get ahead of those limiting thoughts and beliefs and share it in real time. And that's where that whole thing of not quite reverting comes in because that's how I can tell that there was overall growth and that there was a real lasting effect because the way I bounced back was much different than the way I started and showed just overall progress. So here we are. I am recording this podcast. Over a year later, I am finally sharing 
kind of where I started on this mindset shift. So let's go back to, let's say, January of 2018. getting ready to go abroad and I was super super excited um, I was at home in Arkansas after Christmas break I had packed up everything in Georgetown and I knew I wasn't going to return in the spring and that was a super exciting thought because I was going somewhere else so far away halfway across the world and I couldn't wait so I'm getting closer and closer to my time ready to leave I'm getting everything together, I'm shopping, I'm figuring out my classes, I'm trying to learn as much about Sydney as I can, and it gets to about the week before my trip, and one night I have this incredible migraine. I'm at some family's house trying to see everyone I can before I go to Australia, still super, super excited to leave um, and experience this whole study abroad trip. And I have this migraine, like I said. So my whole left side of my face is in incredible pain. Every time I look around anywhere, kind of like the perimeters of my eye, I have these incredible flashes of pain. The left side of my like jaw hurts whenever I chew and things like that. It's just my whole left side. Like if you've had a migraine, you know what I'm talking about. It's It's not just a headache. It's just... It's a headache and more, you know? So at some point, I get up, go to the bathroom, all that stuff, and I look in the mirror, and I see that my left eye is just blazing red. It is just, like, bloodshot, like, red, red, red. And I'm kind of worried, and I'm thinking to myself, what's going on here? You know, why why does my eye look like this? Um, and the way that I kind of rationalize it is I must be having some physical manifestation of stress. I don't really feel stressed in my head and emotionally about my trip to Australia, but I must be finding a way to repress it in that way. So it's showing up in another way, which is physically in my body. So that's kind of where I left it. I had some family members who kind of begged me to go to the doctor and all that stuff. And I was like, I don't need to. There's nothing really wrong. Once I go to Australia, this will all be taken care of. Because at this point, it's like two days before I'm about to leave. So I'm like, my body's just worried for me. And I don't have sense enough to be worried for myself, I guess. Fast forward a couple weeks, maybe even a month, if I'm being honest, or if I'm remembering correctly, my eye isn't red anymore. But I, there, I've noticed this significant change in my vision in my left eye is almost non-existent. I can't see hardly at all out of my left eye. My right eye is still great, so I can see to get around because the right eye is um, kind of bringing up the rear as far as my vision goes and helping me to see, evening out, you know, the discrepancy but my left eye is doing the opposite. It's making my right eye worse, and it's just hard for me to see. So I'm chatting with a friend. I met her at the beach. Shout out to Janae. And my whole time going to the beach trying to get there, I'm having the hardest time seeing because it's my first time to the beach. 
so I'm trying to pay attention to all the signs and it's just hard to read them with the issue with my eye and this is like the first time that I really am being confronted with the fact that I can't see out of my left eye. I get to the point where I have to cover up my left eye just to see correctly with the right one. So I'm finally coming to terms with the fact that something is definitely wrong with my eye and I should probably go see someone. So I schedule an appointment with the eye doctor on campus. The eye doctor on campus is looking at my eye, doing all the tests, and is very confused, throws out a, a few like diagnoses and all of that, and keeps having me come back week after week and prescribing me eye drops and things like that, ointments, gels to put on my eyeball, all that kind of stuff. After four weeks of this and still no change, he refers me to an ophthalmologist, which is, I guess, like a optometrist, but upgraded, kind of like the next Pokemon evolution of eye doctors. So I go there. She dilates my eye. She looks at all of it. She's also very confused because whatever's happening in my eye is making no sense at all. It's inflamed. I can't see. The pupil is misshapen. All of this stuff is going on, and she has no idea. So she says, you know what? I'm about to close, so I'm going to send you to the Sydney Eye Hospital. First of all, I've never even heard of an eye hospital. I didn't know that they had hospitals for a specific body part, especially not eyes. So I go, and all of these doctors are so confused, and they have no idea what's going on. And it gets to the point where these two eye doctors come out, and they're flipping through medical dictionaries in front of me, like showing each other, like, maybe it's this, but no, she doesn't have that symptom. and Maybe it's this, but she also has this symptom. Keep in mind, I've had some other weird health quirks in the past, and once I tell them these things, they, they start, like, nodding their heads to each other and acting like it all kind of makes sense, that they have something in mind. And they tell me to come back on that following Tuesday. This all happens on a Friday, I believe. And they tell me to come back on the next Tuesday or so. But at this point, I have spent $2,000 in about two weeks on my eye. And that is really where this story begins. So before I went to Australia, I had enough money budgeted for a, a pretty good trip in Australia. I had enough money for rent and all that stuff. Um, but I did not budget to have to spend $2,000 out of pocket, and I did have medical insurance that was required by my study abroad program, but that meant having to wait to be reimbursed and then still not being reimbursed fully. So needless to say, I'm in a little bit of crisis mode. I'm a very independent person. I don't like to really share what's going on in my life and all of that. I like to say I have things under control, so I don't really tell anybody what's going on. I kind of gripe about having to pay money, but I leave it at that. And I start trying to look for a job, like seriously, because I'm going to need something to repay the money that I spent on all of this medical stuff. And I'm having the hardest time finding work. There were some situations where I would spend some time in my room in Australia and look up job listings and then go to the place that I knew was hiring based on a post or something that was made that day or the day before and have them look me in my eyes and tell me that they weren't hiring. 
and I don't want to get too far deep into what I think was going on there, um, racism, but I will say just at the end of the day, I was not getting work. I was not making money and I needed to be. So I didn't have time to really pick apart what was happening and all the dynamics and all that stuff because I still had rent to pay. So I start thinking again about the law of attraction. So if you don't know, the law of attraction is this idea, concept, whatever you want to call it, that basically rests upon the idea that what you focus on is what you receive. And the thing, I think the law of attraction, I'll say, I think is very interesting. And I think for the most part, I do agree with the principles of manifestation and all of that. But something that worries me about the law of attraction is it feeds off of people's desperation. And I was very desperate. I was just looking for some type of way that I was going to handle this issue. And so I turned back to the law of attraction and just, you know, I sat down and watched The Secret. Um, That's a documentary that kind of made the law of attraction a little bit more mainstream, but it also kind of waters down the law of attraction. So I would say it's a great way to get acquainted with it, but then afterwards do your own research if you're interested in learning more. So I'm watching this documentary again, and I'm being reminded of the principles of the law of attraction And mainly all the ideas about the way that your thoughts dictate how you live and the reality that you see. So I, like I said, I've heard these concepts before, blah, blah, blah. But at this point, I really, really need something to shake, you know? So I'm like, let me just give it a shot. And so I try to examine all the ways I'm thinking not just financially, but just with everything, you know, like, I'm thinking different thoughts, and not all of them are negative, but I'm sitting down with a notebook, and I'm just writing them all out, and that was kind of the first step of this strategy, this mindset shift, whatever I decide to call it, the first step was writing down the current thoughts and feelings that I was having, because that's where it all starts. Just like it took me over a year to post this because of thoughts I was having, everything else that I do, every other part of my reality is kind of dictated by the thoughts that I have and the way that I'm affirming or not affirming myself. So I wrote down things like I never have enough money and everything is too expensive and no one cares about what I have to say. And some of the things where, you know, the positive, you know, I wrote down things like I'm very smart, I'm very creative, I know how to hustle, things like that. I just wrote them down without any judgment. I wrote them down without trying to correct them, without trying to discipline myself for having certain thoughts. I just wrote them down. And then afterwards, I found the negative ones. I circled the negative thoughts, I highlighted them, I just pointed them out. And I wrote the desired truth that I had for them. So, for example, if I wrote down, I never have enough money, I changed that to, I always have enough money. If I wrote down, everything is too expensive, I wrote down something like, I always have enough money for everything that I need to buy. And just things like that. And like I said, it doesn't have to be money. 
if I wrote down people or anno- are annoyed by me, I'd write down I'm very loved and I would change it to that, you know, just some type of positive reframing of that. Now, if I were to do it, maybe I'd write down my commute to work is way too long and I would change that to I'm happy and appreciative to have time to reflect and relax on my way to work. Because if there's something that you don't like and you focus on the way you don't like it, it's only going to be returned to you. But if you focus on like the good in it and find a way to have some type of gratitude in it, you might see that change. And obviously, it's extremely difficult to spend certain things in your life. It's extremely difficult to spend not having enough money for food and not having shelter, and things like that I would never in a million years say are due to your own lack of faith or things like that. I get really disgusted with law of attraction teachers and manifestation teachers, and that's why I don't really want this podcast to really rest upon law of attraction and solely on manifestation because I think there's so many other factors at play. But for the things I was experiencing, I knew a lot of it was based on my thoughts. So I wrote down all of these affirmations and I found ways to always introduce them and reintroduce them to myself. I said them before I went to bed at night and I said them right before I, or right as I woke up. I keep my notebook under my pillow or on a nightstand right beside my bed so that the first thing I grabbed was not my phone or anything else, but it was my notebook so I could read through these affirmations. I would also find ways to get creative about them. If I was going to, you know, go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and say, wow, I do not look very good without makeup. I would put a note in my shower caddy that said, I am beautiful at every stage. If I knew that me paying for things would cause me to have thoughts like this is way too expensive, I never have enough money, I'd put a slip of paper right where my money was and say, I'm so appreciative to have money to be able to pay for things. If I knew I was going to be tired of school and think school is way too draining, I'd put a slip of paper where my pencils were that read, I am so appreciative to have an education and things like that. Just just ways for me to reframe it. And it it was weird at first and sometimes it's still weird, but I found that my way of thinking was really changing. So I realized that things were changing in a couple of tangible ways, um, a couple of experiences that kind of worked together because at this point, like, mindset changing and thoughts and having positive thoughts and thinking pretty all that stuff is you know it sounds great but at the end of the day I needed money and if that wasn't changing then as far as I was concerned this whole mindset shift thing was not helping so long story short out of this whole thing came the birth of my baby the Winnie Olive Creative Co. So for those of you who don't know, um, Winnie Olive is kind of this side project I've been working on where 
I do some consulting, some graphic design, some online services for other content creators, and it was really born out of this whole situation and this whole experience of my life because I got to the point where I was so focused on finding work, I kind of forgot that the issue was not finding work, but needing money. So whenever I could say like affirmations to myself, like I have all the money I need, I have all the skills I need to be abundant, that became true in my mind and therefore true in my reality. I was taking inventory of, you know, the things that were around me. And at first they were physical things, things I could sell. One thing my mom has always told me is that you should always have something on hand that you can pawn. And I have never forgotten that. And if I need to take something to the pawn store for a quick buck, I don't have any hesitation in doing so as long as it's worth it. You know, I wouldn't take like my most prized possessions. But anyway, so that's all for the physical stuff. And that's been helpful. But I also took inventory of the skills that I had and realized I was really good at helping people build their online brands and finding ways to monetize it. And so why not package that up and sell it and not have to worry about clocking in to somebody's job that doesn't even want to hire me. I can be my own boss, at least for this period of time, and make the money that I need to do so. So I get my first client. Shout out to Asia. Um, That was great. And I have money. I have a way of making money. I have an income stream. And no, it's not perfect. My prices were probably a little low, and I wasn't fully booked at this point, but it seemed like every time I really needed money, and I told myself these positive affirmations, my phone would light up with an email from an interested potential customer, or a notification from PayPal that a payment had finally gone through, and I was really starting to see the way that when I focused on the good and the positivity in my life, it was returning back to me. So another time I kind of saw this change was a trip to the grocery store. And I think I talked about this afterwards on my Instagram stories um, at the time. So I'm going to the grocery store. It's a grocery store that's a little bit closer to where I live. um, But someone had told me beforehand that it was a little bit more expensive. So I go and prices are great. It's not that much more expensive. It's not more expensive at all. And I'm able to get everything that I need. And keep in mind, I'm really strapped for cash at this point. So I need to be able to budget down to the cent how much my groceries are going to cost. Like that's like the level I'm on at this point. Um, Probably not the most abundant and uh, positive mindset way to have done it, but that's what I need to do at the time. So I decided to go again to this grocery store and I go in and I notice that all the prices are significantly higher, not just 50 cents or 30 cents, but like a dollar, two dollars. And I realized my first time going, everything was on sale. Like There was some type of major promotion going on. I think it was probably some type of Australian holiday, but I don't remember which one. And it's totally like going to blow the budget that I had going in. But thankfully, I had more than enough to pay for it. And I realized that any other time going in there and noticing that, I would have been like, why is this stuff so expensive? This is too high. 
I shouldn't have to pay this much for it. And I wouldn't say that those are not valid things to say. If things are just too expensive, then someone needs to answer for that. Someone needs to be held accountable and people need to talk about it. But when you're constantly playing that role, you're bogging yourself down with just all that negativity. And at some point, for myself at least, it's just better mentally to take the gratitude route and say to myself, I'm so happy that I'm able to afford this. I'm so thankful that I have more than enough money to buy what I need here and to eat for the week. And so that's what I did. And I left the store feeling so grateful and just happy and proud. And I feel like all of these feelings just kind of keep rolling over where you're more encouraged to give because you want other people to feel the way that you do. And then in turn, you receive more because the universe kind of seeing the way that you treat money is not just praising money in and of itself, but like being appreciative and happy about money because of what it can do for you and other people and wanting to redistribute what you have so that everyone can have the same. And for me, that's the end goal here. And that was really what I learned through all of this. And that was just a moment where I was really proud of myself because I could see that I was making a real change. And I think that was the moment that I really wanted to share all of this with everyone. So during that whole process, I kind of thought about the way that I treat myself. And some of the things I wrote down were just, you know, I always make the wrong decisions. I don't handle money properly. I never step out of the box. I never try new things. I don't let people get to know me. And I wrote down all of these thoughts that were like extremely judgmental of myself. And so as I was deciding to change my mindset to a more positive one, I also decided that I wanted to treat myself a little bit better. We talk all the time about treating others the way that you want to be treated, but we don't talk that much about treating yourself the way you treat others. And I would never tell a stranger that they were dumb or stupid, that they always did everything wrong, that they were ugly, etc., etc. So why would I tell myself that stuff? And that's kind of where the name of this podcast was born. I, coming into 2019, decided I really wanted to be gentler with myself. I want to talk to myself the way that I would talk to a friend or, you know, a stranger or even, you know, a child and be gentle with myself in that way and then watch myself grow from a place of love and appreciation. And so that was the name. And I have been trying to gear up the energy to record this ever since. So with this podcast, I want to share more things like this. I want to share more tidbits and more um, little pieces from my self-care, adulting, mental wellness, oh my God, mental wellness journey. I'm not editing this either because I want to just go ahead and post it. And you'll hear things about my story from my friends who don't know just yet that they're going to be on this podcast, but they'll be on it. And all those sorts of things. I do want to say that this is going to be an adult show. And I know I have some lovely family members who always love to support all of my creative ventures. And I'm very appreciative of that. But 
this might be the time for you to set some type of boundary in the way that you want to engage with me and my content. So just going to throw that out there. But anyway, this is going to be kind of the space where every week I put together some type of look into what I'm dealing with at the moment and then some practical tips for you as well. So to review, my mindset shift strategy started with writing down all of my thoughts with no judgment, all the thoughts I have regularly circling or pointing out in some way all the negative ones, rewriting them into my desired truths and desired reality, and then placing those affirmations wherever I needed them. So I encourage all of you to try this for a week, for a month, for a season, and just see what changes. And I would love to hear from all of you on what what you've noticed during that time, you can email me at contact at mayafleming.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Maya N as in Nickel Fleming. I would love to hear about all of these changes and the ways that you keep yourself in check and the ways that you're being gentle with yourself. And sometimes being gentle isn't always being weak, you know, so that's something that we're going to look at too. But with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you heard something useful. If so, let me know. Leave a review of a podcast or something. I don't really know how all this works. It's going everywhere, so we'll see what happens. And I can't wait to talk to you all next week. Bye.